It's time for some hostile therapy. Episode of Hostile Therapy with your host Big Red and sitting across from me, freezing to death out here. It's Mr. Adam. It ain't that cold, Red. Calm down. Calm down. Crap if it ain't. Shoot. Anything below 60 degrees is freezing (laughs) to me. I'm not built for up north. Yeah, well. I'd I'd die if I lived up north. I I used to feel that way, but I don't know. I guess I've just been living too long here on the East Coast. So getting used to it. Yeah. Well I used to I used to live in uh, Hawaii and the West Coast, California and everything. Oh, so I hated this weather. I still hate the weather, but it's just not as cold it doesn't feel as cold as it used to be. It doesn't get that cold in Hawaii, I imagine. Nah. I don't don't know. Just based off of what I see from Hawaii five oh, that's (laughs) that's my only point of information I get stuff from. It can get a little chilly, but mm. but that's just the wind. That's just the wind. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, out here, you never know what it's going to be. Uh, January is supposed to be our winter, and it could be 80 degrees one day. <laughs> I know, right? And 35 degrees that night. You never, so, you never so Red, do you, do you think that's why the women are so <laughs> temperamental around here? or is it- <laughs> Like the weather? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, it's temperamental. I guess the women are temperamental just like the military people are here, you know. No one's permanent here. <laughs> the weather, the military, or the women, I guess. Oh, uh, well. It's all right. How's your week been going so far? Uh, I have been hating on schoolwork so much. You just started back, I would imagine, right? Yeah. You got a new semester? Yeah, I'm just not motivated to do any of it. So. Just because of the cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because uh, of the schoolwork part. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm just not interested in the stuff. So. Well, you got a 50, right? Don't you start off with a 50? Yeah. yeah. Start off Start off with that 50, work your way up to 60, yeah. then 65. Yeah, life is, it should be good, man. I know, right? You can, make, you can make it up eight weeks from now. You're good. Yeah, oddly enough, I don't think our school follows that policy. Oh, how dare they? Oh, yeah, you definitely this, get a zero. This is a horrible school. What kind of age are we living in? I don't know. People giving you... They must be old school. They actually give you, like, you know, grades based on your what you turn in. This must be a, a teacher or a school that was ran by the left. What do this, you think? This one? Yeah. No, the, the left are the ones that do the, the 50s. Mm-hmm. The right are the ones oh, yeah, that, course, that course, do yeah, the... Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's. Uh, we're going to start with the right with our first story today. The right. Yeah, we got to call it the Trump Wall. I just want to know. I mean, do you think like if they actually build it, it'll have a big T on the end of it? <laughs> Trump <laughs> kind of like Trump Tower, oh, yeah. Trump Wall, right? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Only certain people could get in, you know. <laughs> but yeah, exactly I, right. I can see that happening. I mean, that's great advertising, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. My fellow Americans, tonight I am speaking to you because there is a growing humanitarian and security crisis. It strains public resources and drives down jobs and wages. Among those hardest hit are African Americans and Hispanic Americans. Law enforcement professionals have requested $5.7 billion for a physical barrier. 
at the request of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. This barrier is absolutely critical to border security. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Every week, 300 of our citizens are killed by heroin alone, 90% of which floods across from our southern border. More Americans will die from drugs this year than were killed in the entire Vietnam War. We have asked Congress to close border security loopholes so that illegal immigrant children can be safely and humanely returned back home. Law enforcement professionals have requested $5.7 billion for a physical barrier. At the request of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. This barrier is absolutely critical to border security. Day 15 and counting. Negotiations are underway. Um, the shutdown is marching into its third week. Democratic leaders Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer left a White House meeting with no deal and no indication from the president that it's going to end anytime soon. We told the president we needed the government open. He resisted. In fact, he said he'd keep the government closed for a very long period of time, months or even years. Did you say that? And I is did. that your. I did. Is that Border your assessment of where we are? That. Absolutely, I said that. I don't think it will, but I am prepared. <laughs> do you think that Trump, that Trump is in his right mind, or do you think he is crazy for wanting us now? Because before, it seemed like that was his campaign promise, is that we're going to make Mexico pay for this wall, and now it seems like it's on us now. Is it going to serve its purpose, I guess is what I'm asking. Is it really going to keep people out from distributing these uh, these drugs, fentanyl, heroin, whatever is coming through the borders <laughs> or supposedly coming I through mean, the borders? To me, honestly, the bigger question is, is do we need do we need a wall? Yeah. Like, that's where you got to start. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, the rest of it. As far as like who's paying for it, I, I guess, honestly, from the from the beginning, I mean, I'd always thought more that the U.S. would pay for it anyway. Yeah. I hadn't really thought, you know, it was like, oh, Mexico will pay for it. Yeah. I mean, if Mexico was going to pay for it, then why would they go through all the trouble of trying to get these people to come to America. All mm -hmm. the illegals are coming to America. If you watch the other clips, I mean, lots of Mexico has openly advocated for these people to come to the U.S. Yeah. through illegal means. It's probably so, uh, a relief on their economy to have less people getting off of their resources. Hey, have them come to America. That yeah. Kind of ease up our, our, um, our resources, and we're losing stuff over here. So, hey, go Mexico, ahead and go is, to Mexico is not doing go anything to, to try and keep these people in their country. Mm -hmm. So, to me, honestly, I mean, personally, I think I think a wall would help. Mm -hmm. I think it would help. It, it's just it's just a tool. It's not like the end all be all. Yeah. Um, but the major thing, as far as like our border security goes, you know, would it help our border patrolmen and security? Um, I think it would because uh, there would be. You know, certainly there'd be some areas where people are less likely to cross. Uh -huh. And I think that would give the border patrolmen uh, less to do in those areas so they could focus on the areas that mm -hmm. have, you know, serious, serious problems, mm -hmm. you know? <clears throat> well, I mean, if we go off of what the guy was saying in the story, um, who's a border patrolman, he said it wouldn't make a, a big difference because a lot of the drugs that are coming to America are either coming by land or by car. It's yeah. not like people are jumping over the wall and, you know, carrying bags of drugs with them. 
and getting in America and distributing just like that. It's mostly through it. Mail is another one. People have fentanyl is coming from, I think, China. Yeah. And they're just mailing it in packages and envelopes over here, which makes it hard for people to, you know, mm-hmm. find out you know where they're at because you got hundreds and what hundred thousands and millions packages of mail. What so, about cocaine and meth? Cocaine and meth are coming in cars or right, airplanes. Right. Are they coming from the southern border? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, don't you think there's there's both, right? There's both. You have the people trafficking drugs through the the main part, yeah. and then you have people that just cross the borders illegally, right? Yeah. People that cross the borders illegally, not in the main sites, don't they still try and track those people down? It's just the people who cross illegally, or yeah, just, just the people the that drug cross pushers? illegally. No, no, forget about the drug no. pushers. Okay. Just just people that cross illegally. Okay, yeah. Are, are we still trying to track them down and yeah, send that, them, back them as well? Yeah, yeah. That's another issue. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm, I'm just saying like. That's that's an issue too, right? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that's the end all part. But what I'm saying is, yeah. is if we don't have to focus on as many of those people that aren't pushing drugs, can't mm-hmm. we focus more on the people that are? Yeah, we could. Because doesn't it divide your resources? Because <laughs> you still have to. The other guys, you're still going out and catching them, mm-hmm. trying to get them into court, trying to get them to their next part, mm-hmm. all those types of things. Yeah. So if you don't have as many of those to deal with, mm-hmm. you have more resources just just because you do. I mm-hmm. mean, like, because... Uh, you know, you don't have people going out and catching any of those other guys. You're not using more energy or time on other people that aren't as bad. Yeah. What do you think that paying the price of getting that wall is worth putting the energy into these other people? Is the the price that we would have to pay for the wall, is it going to, is it worth it? Then there's just having people patrol the wall we have now. We already have a wall now. It's just mm-hmm. not as concrete, um, no pun intended, as... <laughs> We're trying to get in the future. Well, you want to go concrete wall? <laughs> well, that's what they're trying to build. I mean, now I've, I've heard that now they're kind of backing off of that and they kind of want uh, like metal slabs. Yeah. Well, there's there's all the different structures. I've seen a yeah. bunch of different structures they talked about. Yeah, before, yeah. Whichever one would be the most effective. Who knows? Yeah. But I think the bigger the bigger problem is, is simply that people... <clears throat> I, I would say that, number one, people just don't even respect the southern border at all. Mm-hmm. It's not something that that people respect for the United States. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge problem as a a country, you know, as a sovereign country, Mm -hmm. when you're allegedly having a, I don't know. I don't know what the number is right now. Do you know what it is? Illegal illegals uh, crossing the border per year or so. Yeah. Whatever. You can check it out right quick. But But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm thinking the big thing that was part of the whole campaign thing, of course, building the wall, but it was saying that the illegals, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I might get it right that they're bringing in the drugs. You know, they're coming here. They're bringing the crime. <clears throat> Let's just fixate for for right now. Fixate on the, the drug part, and we'll get to the other part. If they're bringing in the drugs, yeah, the ones that are just coming through the border, not bringing in the drugs, would that mean that they're not really as crime ridden as as thought of before if they're just actually the people who are bringing in drugs are coming through car and airplane and mail are we putting too much focus on building the wall if if that has nothing to do with the drugs being brought in if that i mean i don't know that it doesn't so i mean i'm just going I mean, i'm going off what the border patrol say it, it right, really right, doesn't right. make a big difference well, now, to build a wall now, okay let's let's okay but let's let's be transparent as well yeah. the, the whole news story is posted by cnn mm-hmm. and so honestly like the news sources have been so biased it's difficult for me to just 
look at them all any objectively at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not hear the rest of the other sides. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because to me, as far as I've heard, like, you know, I hear things like like this and their main focus on this was to stay away from the focus of cocaine and, and those types of things. Yeah. So I don't know if. They're really saying is like, oh well, cocaine is also only travel like this. They mostly mm. focus on fentanyl. Yeah. And so I've heard other people criticize this this article and saying that it's like, well, they mostly just focused on these ones because they know that the other drugs actually would be reduced. Mm. So I don't really know the answer to that. Honestly, that's yeah. it's annoying to me to try and fact check things because yeah. even the fact checkers are so inherently biased, yeah. it's crazy. Well, I mean, like, I don't care who it is, if it's Fox News or it's CNN or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all have their own agenda thing, and it gets yeah. it gets frustrating to try and find out whose numbers are correct. Yeah. Well, there's also that other thing. You know, you know how El Chapo was bringing in drugs in here, was building tunnels under the, wall, the current wall we have now. He was building tunnels, and people were traveling in from Mexico uh, to the United States. So, drug dealers are very resourceful. And I'm, I have no and, doubt. And I'm thinking like, but as far as just we, drug dealers getting in, they almost don't have to be, right? Yeah. Couldn't they cross on the, some of the easier parts of the border? Yeah, they can go by boat if they want to. Just go around if they want right. to. I mean, I've seen plenty of videos. People yeah. have just showed uh, you yeah. can just walk across the border in yeah. different but, areas. But that's what I'm saying is like, it doesn't seem like it's well thought out because we build this wall and it's just there. What happens if it doesn't work? We're not going to get our money back from that. And, you know, they're asking that right now, you know, uh, federal government is being shut down, uh, trying to figure out a way to, I guess, make us go go ahead and try to pay for this wall. But if this thing doesn't work out, you know, he's probably, I, I mean, if he wins another term, he may win another, <laughs> he may win another four years, which would be six years if you had the other two right now. Once he leaves office, that's probably you're probably not really going to see if it makes a difference until another four years anyway. If this doesn't work, what do you do then? I mean, you can't just throw the, the wall away then. You can't just you know destroy the wall because the money's already lost. What if it doesn't work? I feel like we should do a little bit more research on this before we even you know try to build a wall like this because I think we're just diving in head first. Do you have a different solution, I suppose? I don't have a different solution, no. Okay. I don't, don't, but I don't think this is it. I I really don't think this is it. Why is that? I just don't think it'll work. I mean, as far as illegal immigrants, yeah, that part may work out. It may may slow down the number. To me, that's a significant... Like, if it just worked for the illegal... For the the illegals coming across the border, I I mean, I would do it for that. But that wasn't the that wasn't the statement that was made about illegal immigrants just coming over. Nobody was worried just sure, sure. just illegal immigrants coming over. They were worried about them bringing the bad stuff from Mexico, bringing it into America. Well, which, to me, illegals those are, that is the bad stuff. Yeah, but that is that's not all of them though. That's what I'm saying. They're, the people who are good, who are legal immigrants, I don't think those statements would have been made. The ones that are bad, the ones that are bringing drugs, the one who are no, who no, are no, no. If, if you're like le- if you're an illegal, you're a criminal. 
I mean, if you want to go in semantics, then yeah. I no, guess, that's yeah, not semantic. Yeah, that's not semantic. But you're not breaking criminal behavior just because you come in. Yes, if, it, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to say. I want you to go walk into the White House. It's like, I'm not really breaking the law. Yeah. But, but, so you shouldn't really arrest me. Yeah, I get what that's you... That's semantics. I get what you're trying to say, but... We're but all what? We're okay. Well, if that's the case, then we're all criminals then, because we all were illegal immigrants here at some point. No, wait, no, we weren't. We weren't. No. What are you talking about? Uh, ancestors were illegal immigrants that no. came over here. Did what? Really? You're saying the Indians had like a border up against no, the whole no, coastline? About, or well, who are you we, talking about? Well, we didn't have a border at one point, but we still allowed people to come into this country illegally. If you don't have a border. You don't. You can't allow somebody to come in. It's just they're just. People come in through New York, Adam, and there's no border there. Uh, well, I mean, no, they're still entering into New York, right? Yeah, That's but there's the no border there. That's but the, it's illegal, though, right? You're talking. You're, are you talking about the fact that there's a border? Like, in other words, no, that's a, our land, or you're talking about the fact that there's a barrier or there's a check station? I'm saying there's no border there. So what does the border have to do with it being illegal? So it's, it, been, it's, it's New York, right? Yeah. As soon as it's not New York, that's the border. Okay, but it's been New York for how long now? I don't know how long it's been New York, but it doesn't. But that's my point. We've been coming in here as illegal immigrants, and it has not been a big deal up until now. Now, building a wall, <clears throat> we're trying to keep out immigrants now. Why? Because we're not keeping out immigrants. We're not? What's no. The, what's the wall for then? It's for keeping out illegals. Immigrants are people who migrate here legally. But there are immigrants. Mexicans are immigrants. They're illegal. If, they, if, they're, if they're coming in legally? They're immigrants. Yeah. Well, it's still immigrants. That's the word, right? Yeah, immigrants would be legally you're coming over into the country. Okay. If you're coming in illegally, you're not an immigrant. Okay. Definitionally. You're not what? an immigrant. That's not an immigrant. An immigrant somebody, is not... Somebody who just comes over illegally is not an immigrant. Who comes over illegally is Illegally. Not? That's not an immigrant. I don't... I beg to differ on that. Well, you're the, wrong. The definition so. on that. There's immigrant and there's immigrant. If you immigrant to America. E immigrant? Yes, immigrant is you immigrate from somewhere. Immigrant is where you immigrate to somewhere. Those are two different words. Okay, I didn't know you're using... What, you, what, what, okay, what are the two words you're using here? Immigrant and immigrant. Immigrant. Yes. Place the I with How the E. Okay. Uh, I've never heard of someone, if you're illegal, then you're saying you're not an immigrant? Um, an immigrant, like an Im immigrant with an I, as far as like actually immigrating and migrating to this country and uh -huh. assimilating to the country. Okay. But just purely moving over here, like, why would that be? So, but maybe you're just adding a word to it, an adjective to it to make it a legal immigrant. What if you just took that adjective away from it? It's just someone who comes to this country that's not from here. Yeah, but like... Okay, so you're just saying, like, somebody who comes here, if you just, just come into the country, yeah. so is anybody allowed to just enter the country? No one's allowed to legally, but we've been doing that for hundreds of years, though. Why is it now Just a big illegally, deal? right? So you're, it's been it's illegally for, for a while now, for, like I say, hundreds of years. And, why, and why is it now a big issue? If, if we're worried about, are we worried about illegal immigrants or are we worried about the people bringing in drugs? I would be worried about both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As long the first, as, as, as you're issue, we're clear on that. Yeah. The first issue I think of illegal mm -hmm. people coming in, I think is, is, is a serious problem. And, um, I think like if you're harder <laughs> on that stance, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's clear, like, the U.S. hasn't been that hard on the stance. I mean, because you have, like, hundreds of thousands of people in every year. And they talk about, like, um, I think it's, uh, I was just looking at it. It's about 700,000 people that overstay their, their visas. So, mm-hmm. in other words, they should have been deported after their, their term, yeah. but they're not. Anyway, they just stay. Well, that's kind of been our thing is, like, we invite people from various places in the world. Mm-hmm. That's why we become a metal pot. You know, melting pot of different races and cultures and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of been our thing, and it's like now recently, people are really, you know, harping down on this now that they don't want just anybody coming in here. That seems to be a change in tradition. And like I said, I, I get to the point that people don't want outsiders coming in and bringing in, I guess, bad ra- radicals maybe from different countries sure. that maybe want to do something bad to us. Do you think America has the right to say that? They do have the right to say they can do whatever they want. If they want to shoot everybody that comes in through a boat and prevent them from coming in, they can do whatever they want. But that hasn't been our tradition, though, for the past few centuries or whatever. And now it seems like the, the narrative has changed, especially in the last couple of years or so. I think the political climate has also changed. Yeah. Okay. It's not like it used to be. I mean, people that come here also used to be here and I think assimilate much more to the culture than a lot of these other groups that are coming in today. Yeah. And, 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 and let me, and let me say this. I get where, you know, we don't want illegal immigrants uh, coming in and working, you know, high paying jobs and working them for cheap, which is devaluing the skills that we have in America already. I get that part for the people who want to come in here and, and, and get paid legally, whatever. Of course, you know, people come over as illegal immigrants and they may want to become legal immigrants mm-hmm. eventually down the road. That part, I think, will be the tradition that we have done over centuries or whatever will be destroyed if this wall actually works. Are we okay with getting rid of that tradition that has been America for such a long time? Well, I, I guess, honestly, I... I... Or just you're just saying by just letting anyone in? Yeah. That tradition? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at this point... We've turned a blind eye to it for a long time. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. You know, America has definitely been really soft on illegals mm-hmm. crossing the border. Mm-hmm. Certainly. But I do think that, like, uh, especially right now, um, like we are talking about, the climate's kind of changed. Mm-hmm. The climate's changed. Climate change. There you go. Yeah. See, there's a segue. No, segue. We can believe in that now. Huh? No, I mean, but, <laughs> you know, tell me that, like, um, what about when you look at Europe today, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Brexit situation over there? No, I mean, I just mean the the, the illegal immigration section. Mm-hmm. Or then actually now they're, they're just making it more legal with the UK, just wanting to, they actually want to have um, imposed quota on all of the different um, nation states in the in the UK. Right. Was, was, explain that for me. What's that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the UK has decided that they want every country to take a certain amount of um, migrants coming in from you know the Middle East mm-hmm. into their country. Okay. So in other words, they wanted mandates like, okay, you have to take this many thousand people, you have to take this many thousand, mm-hmm. and things like that. Okay. And so certain countries have declined; they've refused, mm-hmm. and the EU's basically like, look, you're going to be in big trouble if you refuse. Um, but certain countries, uh, Poland, Hungary, I think the Czech Republic, and there might be one other one. 
have have refused to meet these quotas. What's the penalty for that if they refuse? Well, they're talking about that right now. The EU is mm-hmm. trying to cut them off financially because they all share in pools of money mm-hmm. and financial resources. So the EU is trying to penalize them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that to me, yeah, Europe has been way worse off economically, financially, mm-hmm. socially. You know, um, lots of those countries I think have been much worse off because of these uh, migrants entering into the country. I think that's been a significant change in their country. It's been a significant change in their cultures by by all means. What do you think those migrants are doing that's ruining the country? What do you think they're exactly what's what's messing up the country? What's sure, up the sure. Well, I think, of course, you know, it's, it's going to depend on what you think about uh, Islam. But, mm-hmm. you know, the vast majority of, of different sections and, of course, there's a huge denial by some people that there are um, – basically no-go zones in different parts of Europe mm-hmm. and everything like that where basically, you know, Sharia law is instituted and these countries are basically ruled by the culture of, of Islam. Mm-hmm. And so those different parts of the country, you know, are no longer European culture. Mm-hmm. It's no longer European culture. It's the culture of the Middle East. Okay. And so I think that Europe or Europeans have the right to protect their own culture. Mm-hmm. So and that's what you see the differences in countries like Poland and Hungary is that they insist – we are going to keep our culture. We don't want a different country's culture coming in here and changing our culture. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I get that, but you know, America, we we don't really have one. I mean, we, we have, have a culture, American culture. We, we have American culture, but it's like everyone's culture that we blends have, together, though. Disagree. It's not everyone's culture. Pretty much. I mean, what culture do we just own? Besides, I guess having English language, American used. culture. And that is. Which was based on freedom, uh-huh. liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. That was about American culture. Yeah, I don't know if we have that freedom and pursuit of happiness thing anymore. I think that's changing the last few years. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> but that's that's worse. Uh-huh. The other people that want to come in and want us to have things like, of course, like Marxism and socialism. Uh-huh. Those are lacks of freedom. Yeah. Those are, in my opinion, against American culture. But isn't. Being able to celebrate your culture and uh, bring your culture from other countries, isn't that freedom and pursuit of happiness? As long as it doesn't conflict with American values. Isn't that the same thing, though? No, no, no. Because if you if your culture is Nazism, is that okay? We allow that, though. We, I, I, we allow as, that. As long, as long as it doesn't conflict, right? You you allow it up until the point it conflicts. Well, I mean, if you took my like hanging somebody outside of, uh, you know, someone's office and putting crosses in people's yards and yeah i guess so but they're still they're able to celebrate we, it and have, we want we want you to be able to believe whatever you want uh-huh. right up until mm. the point like i said that it starts to conflict or you start to try and radically change yeah, yeah. those other yeah. ideas you can believe in sharia law but you can't like chop off hands yeah and you can't you, impl- you can't implement it yeah right okay so, I mean, yeah, by all means, you know, I mean, I'm all for, you know, if you want to believe in Marxism or you want to believe in socialism or you want to believe in lots of other, you want to be racist, mm-hmm. I think you should be able to believe in racism if yeah. you want to believe those types of things, you know. You um, have the freedom to do that. You have the freedom to do that. I don't think we should be thought police. You know, if you want to believe in whatever kind of religion, Satanism, Hinduism, Buddhism, mm-hmm. Taoism, Taoism. You know, baptism, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you have the freedom to do those things. But okay. as far as like how, what kind of ideals, what kind of government challenges, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those types of things, systems or political parts of government, I don't think 
I think that those things should remain part of the American culture okay. and be celebrated as American culture. Okay. Fair enough. There, there's a limit to everything. It's pretty much what it is, right? Yeah, like yeah. You can you believe have in certain have, things, but you, you, know, you can't go too far. You know, you have things. to have certain a certain philosophy that governs it, you know, mm-hmm. and all, all sorts of other people can come in here mm-hmm. and they can celebrate their types of culture up to a point. You can't, they don't have free reign. Like yeah. you can't have this idea that everyone should be able to celebrate all of their cultures to the utmost. Mm-hmm. Cause what if, yeah. What if my culture mm-hmm. says that your culture should die? Okay. Right. Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> If it says it, your culture should die, that's yeah. fine. And so, as long as, long as, as we don't act on it, no, as long as we implement, yeah, we actually implement like yeah. trying to kill your culture, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, all right, I agree. I agree with you on that. But as far as let's, let's get back to the other main point, uh, do you? Our main question was: Do you think it's crazy that we're going to have this wall being built? Do you think it's is there another solution to this? Which I don't know. But do you think Trump is crazy for trying to build his wall? Or do you think it's the right thing to do? And do you think it's crazy that we're getting ready to build this now? If we're paying out of our pocket instead of Mexico. I don't. was previously uh, said that we we're going to do in the first place during the campaign. I don't think that's crazy. <clears throat> and, um, you know, listening to some of the other politicians, I think that it's nuts for a lot of them have said that you know this was um one of his campaign promises Mm -hmm. and now the idea to me that a lot of people are opposing trump saying that it's like well he's just so radical because he wants to keep one of his campaign promises is just absolutely ludicrous to me (laughs) well as you see i I think it's I think it costs way too much for us to spend, but we spend trillions of dollars on the military anyway. Well, the so question, like, the, the, question, the, the question is, is if this would save us money mm-hmm. through having to not process as many, if you just want to say illegal immigrants mm-hmm. coming into the country, yeah. then in the long run, theoretically, it could pay for itself. Yeah. You know, of course, it has its own maintenance costs, you know. As far as the numbers go, I've heard different figures. Some people yeah. have said it will. Some people said it won't. I, I've heard a, a few hundred million, you know, that it could cost to keep up the maintenance per right. year or whatever. But see, and that's the pro- that's the problem, right? Is that I've heard that we spend $180 billion on illegals every year. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty high amount. So if you're spending $180 billion, so even if you're half wrong, that's $90 billion, which is more than what they're claiming right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, those are all the the different numbers. And like I said, to me, it's really annoying to fight over people about like, okay, which numbers are right. But well, being that we're 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 in a deficit right now, is that I mean, that's another thing to look into. A deficit in what way? The federal government's in a deficit. Yeah, what about it? Last year, we're just adding to it right now. We build this wall. If if it's already, (laughs) if it's already in the five to five billion or eight billion, it may cost to build the wall, and then. Each hundred million is going to cost each year to maintain the wall. Bro, you can't be serious, right? I mean, that like five billion. This has got to be like one of the smallest things that's being added to the deficit comparatively to every other program that's ever been run. But you're cool with the government paying on this, though. Well, I'm just saying that in, in comparison uh-huh. and depending on how those numbers actually work out and what mm-hmm. you spend on illegal immigration, uh-huh. theoretically, 
it could be. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I would be interested to know like which ones are right. Mm-hmm. But if it if it's true, like you would literally be saving money. Okay. You would literally be saving money. And so the idea that you're spending five billion, if you're even half right on illegal immigration costing 180 billion, mm-hmm. that means you would be earning plus eighty billion dollars every year. Yeah. But if it's not going to make of a huge difference, that's again, that's what the other person was saying. If it's not going to make a huge sure. difference, well, he's um, saying in the in the, the drug drugs in, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the numbers I was talking about just had to do with illegal yeah, okay. immigrants. It didn't have to do with drugs at all. Okay. I, I don't know what I don't know how it would work for the uh, the drug laws and stuff. And mm. and to me, it sounds like the drug thing is I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know how effective or how all that would work out or what the best way to go against the, the drug war is. So well, my other question is, do illegal immigrants or are they even coming into the country through that wall that we have right now? Are they coming in through those means or are they coming in through trucks, and boats, and whatever like that? Are they coming in? How are they coming in? Are they, I don't know. Are they, are they going through tunnels? Like I said, that's, that's another way people get in. If they can get drugs into this country through tunnels, I Pretty sure they can probably get. Yeah, I just want to remember. Did you think this was of one of Trump's uh, campaign promises? Was that to build a wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the part to me that it's like, okay, so somebody, uh, somebody has had said that uh, they can't believe it. You know, Trump is going to do this just complete complete one of his campaign promises when so many people don't want a wall, right? Yeah. Now, to me, here's the major point. Trump was a democratically elected president. So that means his obligation would be to the people that he that Promise. voted him in. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There should be any politician. Yeah, that's yeah. a great thought. I wish that were so true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, most of them don't. No one completes every promise they have. No, but like, I, I feel like most the of them don't ones. even try. To me, like most most presidents <laughs> yeah. are like a joke when it comes to promises. Lip service. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Yeah. They get elected. It's like, oh, um, nope. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, it's it's smart. It's it's been done since the dawn of time. Since pol- politics have come into uh, United States uh, mindset, that people say what you want to hear and. Some stuff they complete, some stuff they don't. But whatever gets them into that seat, they're going to say. Um, Trump is no president, like I said, has completed every promise. And a lot of times, probably not even half the promises. I would say, yeah, I would say less than half. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, it's hard to please everybody anyway. And then you got all the other factors as if it's a, a Republican run Senate, Democrat run Senate, you got to. You got to compromise with all these other people, so yeah. yeah all, well, and of course, that's what's going in. That's what's going on right now. I mean, with this, you know, I mean, because yeah. the the Democrats are just holding holding back on yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they run this, the house now. Now, what, well, what do you think about the whole idea of um, this? Uh, who's who's to blame for the government shutdown? I guess you go either way if you're going to because see that's you, that's how you I can feel say like it's the Democrats part because they won't relinquish control on the. Uh, trying to build this wall, yeah, spending, and then you can say it's and Trump. You can say it's Trump because he won't. He's giving an unfair plan for building this wall and putting the onus on us now. Yeah. So to me, honestly, like I think that's like I, I don't really know like how you really assign blame for something like yeah. that because it's you know everyone always wants to say is like if you don't like Trump, it's Trump's fault. If you don't like the Democrats, it's their fault. Yeah, but got, it's like you got too many people to have to name for the Democrats or Republican fault. So that one person. Who's president is easier to blame one person than several other people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's true. 
Yeah, but yeah so, I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's both of them. Neither yeah. of them will give, so yeah. I don't know. A compromise is in order. Um, you know, we're, right now, I think today we're on the, we're tied for the longest uh, federal shutdown, 21st day. I don't think it's going to be resolved by the weekend. Could be wrong, but I think we're we're going to be in it for maybe another week or so, or maybe longer. You see all those clips of the uh, the Democrats um, vying for walls in the past years? No, no. You haven't? Uh-huh. Get out. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. There's I a whole bunch of clips. Border, border walls? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, um, Hillary in, I think, 2000 was like, I would support a barrier. And uh, the other one, there's a bunch of the other Democrats. They got a bunch of them on video. Yeah. 2006, 2013. Oh, yeah. I think we need a... A border barrier. We need mm. something to support our southern border. Anyway. Was it just a, the wall like we got now, or did they just want a big concrete wall? That's I don't know. They didn't really say. I think we just need a force field. <laughs> a force field. Yeah. Big big laser, or a bunch of lasers. A laser grid? Yeah. yeah. You go across it, it'll slice your limbs <laughs> off. Well, then you would know how many people were trying. Like, yeah, I know you got in here illegally. You're missing a limb. <laughs> yeah. Like the lasers in, what was it, Mission Impossible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, or, um, no, um, Resident Evil, man. That one, too. Right? I was, I was saying Entrapment. That was another one. But I don't think the lasers cut people off. Their arms off in that movie. Not an entrapment. Yeah. No. But she would, the girl, I forget Catherine what Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was trying to get through the lasers and stuff. But yep. she just wasn't trying to set off an alarm or whatever. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. <laughs> That's an old movie. All right. Good. Let's segue into the next story. Cruising uh, on. Uh, have you seen this this weatherman that's been fired recently for a, I don't know if it was a Freudian slip or just a linguistic slip up of uh, the English language. He got fired recently uh, for saying something believed to be racially, well, not even believed. It is racially insensitive, but... It's kind of hard to figure if he said that on purpose. Martin Luther King Jr. Park. Viewers in Rochester, New York, were stunned. They took to social media to vent their outrage. That's a shameful slip. This is awful, for real. Even the mayor weighed in and pulled no punches. It is beyond unacceptable that this occurred. There must be real consequences for the news personality involved. Jeremy Kappel has spent most of this day doing interviews on local radio and for network news. That slur came out while he was saying Martin Luther King Jr. Park. WHEC let him go after the GM there said that they conducted an internal investigation. Kappel said he simply jumbled the words and didn't notice the mistake. Any racial slur, I know there's intense hurt associated with that. Um, To be honest, I don't even know if that, I know for a fact that I'd never used that phrase in my entire life. I just wish I would have known. I just wish I would have known that that's the way that I was perceived as I was speaking. Where do you go from here? I don't know. I wish I knew. But we know those answers will come in time. And to give an apology to anybody that may have been offended. Some out there are wondering, while you certainly have come out and called it a mistake and apologized, they're wondering if you understand the gravity of the word itself, the hurt that it can bring to a lot of people in the community. Right now, you know, we didn't we didn't pick this fight. 
but this is our fight now. And it's not just for what happened between us and the station. You know, this has happened to a lot of people. This has ruined a lot of lives. What, ha what has? This rash to judgment based on knowing so little about the person, about something that's floating around on, on social media. You don't know anything outside of basically your, your own biases, your own prejudices. That's what you're seeing when you're casting quick judgments like that. And Kappel says he has not received any job offers just yet. Because, like, you know what? You, you know what? I was a kid, right? Was and we all used to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Oh, we know that's not true. I know it's not true. I know it's not true. It's definitely today. That mantra doesn't exist today. I know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. I haven't heard a single playground kid say that at all anymore. You know, it, it's true. I don't think I hear anybody say that in the, no, the no. rhyme anymore. We used to say that all the time when I was kids. Hell, I don't even see people jump rope anymore, so. <laughs> well, yeah, except for boxers. Yeah, um, right. But no, 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 no. But, but here's the thing, right? You know, like, if you had enemies or people that you didn't like, right? Yeah. And they said bad things to you, mm -hmm. it just does, it doesn't crush my feelings. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> well, that's, that's very true. Words don't hurt you. This is how you take in the words. If you, if a word, okay, let's think about when you were little. When somebody would call you a pansy, mm. maybe when you were five. Right. That might would hurt your feelings a little bit. Like, I'm not a pansy. Over time, you grow you, up. You get a stronger resolve about you. You grow up. You grow up. You, like, you got to do better now, guys. I mean, pansy doesn't hurt me. You're going to have to call me something way worse than that. And. You know, there's certain words that still sting because they hold a greater value than other words. But, uh, but I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, like it stings for people. It reminds me, it makes me think that everyone else that these words sting all the time yeah. just have like PTSD and are mentally traumatized. Yeah. That's what we talk about people getting triggered, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like words, words nowadays, they, they only hurt when they come from the people that I'm closest to. Mm hmm. They don't hurt from strangers that are far out there so much. You don't have to go home with them. Yeah, you don't have to go home with them. And, I mean, what do you expect? Like, if people really believe this guy's a racist, then mm. why does it offend you so much that he says a racist word? Because I don't want racist people telling me what the weather is the next day. <laughs> this is this a sound today. It was sunny days, 88 degrees. Oh You're a coon. Goodness. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. It's not like he was calling somebody... Like that? Nah, if he did that, then yeah, I, yeah, fire is behind. But I, again, I just think that was just a slip of the tongue. Uh, Linguistic-wise, I don't think it was a Freudian slip. Could have been, but just me looking at it, nah, I, I think it was an accident. And it was something so small, not to get a warning or nothing like that. Him lose his job? That's crazy. I mean, he can't find any other job offers. And hopefully he didn't... Uh, purchase a new home and he's got to pay for the mortgage now and to me, have no way to pay it. You know, it's the same thing. Like, I mean, people accidentally drop cuss words on air all the time. Yeah. You know, mm. it's like, come on. That was clearly it, a mistake. It, it's not like they meant to drop that. Yeah. As you can see, there's at least two people right there that have done it. Him and uh, Mike Greenberg. Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN Radio talking football with you on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. So glad you've chosen to start your day and your week. Oh my God, I am totally, 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 totally sorry for that. Probably more if you rifle through all the... It's probably more. See, now it was going... 
what's going to happen is, oh, and, and since we got the holiday coming up, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday is coming up, they're going to avoid saying that. Now, they're just going to say MLK Jr. now. Yeah, maybe. They're just going to be like, MLK Jr., yeah. MLK Jr. You're, go, you're going to hear the producer is going to tell them, like, all right, in order to avoid this happening, say MLK Jr. Yeah. Or just MLK for short. Take the junior off. Uh, his, his daughter, interestingly, too, his daughter didn't think he should be fired. Bernice King, uh, she thought maybe he should have got uh, a warning or some sort of discipline and, and just be allowed to apologize. At later. least. Yeah. Come on. But not to be fired. So if she doesn't really have a problem with it, then, and then she, of all people, should have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah why should we? But I guess, you know. Other people are affected different ways with certain yeah. things. So speaking of triggered, yeah, who now, we got? Who we got going off now? Ah, uh, well, this one uh, is <laughs> this one's not as hard to figure out. This guy uh, has some racist tendencies about him. What are you trying to say? This guy, I think, was pretty racist. <laughs> I don't think it's hard to figure this one out. This morning, a black teen says he was assaulted with a chair in a loop restaurant because the color of his skin and the altercation all caught on camera. 18-year-old Kyle Johnson says he and his friends walked into Poke Poke at Monroe and Wabash last week because he saw someone wave at him. But when they got inside, the manager started yelling and swearing at them and then reportedly swung a chair, hitting Johnson in the arm. That's when the teen began filming the incident. It has since gotten thousands of views on Facebook. They are on their way here. I can call them and tell them. In the wrong. For what though? This is the second time in a row, third time in a row. Two days ago, not trying to be racist. Two black guys robbed two people right Sir, here. But you threw a chair at me. I don't know. No, listen, listen. Three, no, three days ago, before that, I had two more black guys. I actually fought them in here. 8 p.m. at night, they tried threatening one of my employees, and I had to fight them. When you guys came in here, I just get really defensive, really defensive, because I have to fight them off all the time. These security guys over here don't do a chair at me. I, I know. I'm. Let's talk over here. No, man, I'm. Again, I'm way in the wrong. I feel bad, but that was just my first instinct because I've had to deal with fights here, which I shouldn't. And I legit thought we were had to fight. And I'm like, I, so was I, not, I was not trying to hurt this man. I wanted to come into your place of business and talk to you. The manager, Matthew Fezzi, admits that he was wrong and that it was his first instinct after previous encounters with black men. The restaurant apologized on social media, saying it doesn't tolerate discrimination or racism of any kind. See, what he already messed up is like... What? <laughs> he was like, what he said, you know... I don't mean to sound racist. He already messed up there. Why? You, you can't begin a statement with that. That's automatically it's going to be racist. Automatically it's going to sound racist or automatically that he is racist? Both. Oh my gosh. I don't mean to sound racist, but come on. You are you already disqualified yourself from the non-racist. I don't think he's racist. Really? Yeah, really. Off, off of that, tell me why you don't think that. You don't think he's racist. The dude just said, I mean, he pretty much just got into two fights the previous couple nights. Okay. Right? If and, you if you go down if you go him? down a dark alley uh-huh. and you have to fight off guys from whatever mm-hmm. a Mexican gang. Uh-huh. And you do that two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. The third night you go down there and you see a bunch of Mexican guys come in coming towards you in a dark alley. Uh-huh. What are you gonna think? A dark alley. Versus a restaurant. No, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's like having PTSD. But the guy wasn't doing anything, though. I mean, PTSD, I mean, so 
shouldn't all ain't that what all races would have then? They're, they're saying their actions moving forward is based off of what they've seen in the past. That's basically what PTSD is, and I guess oh, all sure, races, sure. well, all races people got that. Then they're basing everything off the past and portraying what happened in the past on someone in the future that has nothing to do with that. Do you think that stereotypes and racism are different? Stereotypes and racism? No. You think they're the same thing? Yeah. So you shouldn't stereotype people? No, you shouldn't stereotype people, no. Because anybody can be different compared to what the stereotype is given to you. Somebody thinks uh, all black people are raw people, or all black people play basketball, that is wrong. So yeah, that's, that's wrong. So if you go to a country... <clears throat> You know, that's primarily uh, controlled by Islamic terrorists. Mm -hmm. Would you go down there and talk to them about Jesus? Would I go down there and talk to them about Jesus? Yeah, like, and not be afraid. Uh, yeah, I'd probably be afraid to talk to them about Jesus. Why? If that's the case. If, there are if, good if, Muslims. Okay. There are good Muslims but that don't care and they're that, not really worried. You're talking about something that is is all in the country. This is something that the majority of the, of the people are Muslim in this country. Yeah. That makes sense. But don't stereotype them. Don't just. No, no, no. You know, you're not comparing that to somebody going in a restaurant, getting a hamburger and coming in, just wanting to order some fries. That is totally different. That is you're going way too far down. <laughs> you reach and super reaching on out. This guy didn't do anything now. He no, didn't, I know he didn't it. attack any. He I didn't know say, it. If he said he ran up on him or something like that, that's one thing. Just come in the restaurant to get something to eat. Yep. No. I... And he said, "Oh God, I thought you were about to fight, so I threw a chair at you." And even he said, "You know, he was in the wrong for that." Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I mean, he agrees too. He was in the wrong. It was his mistake. But what would be different uh, between what he said he did and someone who says they're racist and would do that? If they're basing yeah, the, the racist does it in intentionally. Past, that was done intentionally. He meant to throw that. He didn't mean to throw it at just an innocent guy. <laughs> yeah, he, innocent he black guy. He thought he thought that he was going to be in danger. Why would he think that? Because of his previous experiences. Because of two other his incidents. previous experiences. That's right. Two other incidents. No, that, that's all it took. Yeah. So if I if I see a car accident right now, I see two car accidents, and so I'm just going to stay off the road because of two car accidents. I should never drive again. I know plenty of people that do that for less. And you know what? They got to go to therapy for that, too. That's right. And he does. He needs yeah. therapy. Yeah, he does need therapy. He needs therapy. That was a racist Not act for racism. And you, you say it's just PTSD. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. Can't agree on that one. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on that one. Why, why, do, people, why do people get upset at white people? <laughs> because of what? What you mean? To me, people like black people get upset at white people too because what they had a bunch of bad experiences with white people. Mm -hmm. That's racist, then, right? No. How is that not? That's the exact same thing we're just talking about. No, 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 no. no. How is it different? Explain yeah. to me how it's different. Because it's not the same thing. How man. is it different? We don't control. We don't control the. the we don't control the population of this country. We don't. We're not in control. You're saying that because someone's skin color that makes them what? The fact what? that more people that are white control the country makes yeah. them all group together. If they control the what? system, if they control the system of this country, they, do they control it because they're white? 
not because of their white, but in spite of, yeah, they are white and they do control it. Not because of their white. They okay. Do. Okay. So it's just happens to be happenstance that they're white. Yeah. So it's not really relevant that they're white. If they're white and they control the country, then they control the races of this country. They control, they control the races control, of this country. They do control, control the races of the country. How do they control the races of the country? Who controls the news media? Who controls <clears throat> the people, music business? People control. Tell, tell me a black person that owns uh, a news company. How is it relevant if they're black or white? You no, know, you just said race is control. Now tell me a black person that owns a major news company. I don't. I don't understand your point. To me, that's irrelevant. You just said races control the no, news. No, I, I'm not saying races. I'm saying just people do. You just did. What? what? What people? Tell me what black people control a major news company, music business-wise. Who controls the major I, labels? I don't know who controls any of the labels, whether they're white or black or anything there else. No, there is no black person that controls these major labels, major news companies. And if you can, can put news stories out there that can just make people mad at any point, like the one we're talking about now or the one before that, yeah. We're not putting those news stories out there. Why is that relevant what their skin color is? Because they are not black. I'm just telling why you. Is, don't why does that. that matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter that they're not black? Would it matter if they're black? How if does it matter? We can put out how a do, image. We so can, if, we if they're black, story. then they would be pushing for black people. Yeah, we'll be pushing for black people. But Isn't we can that put out racist? A positive, we, no, it's not racist. We it's can, not racist. We to, can put out a positive image of what portrays us for black people for black people yes right so you're pushing one race over the others right no you're trying no. to show a more positive image of black people no 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 it's just like saying so i guess you believe bet is racist like no that's what i'm saying though right like if you're if if we wanted to push like white agendas would that be racist if we wanted to celebrate white culture would that be racist if you say it like that in white culture, then yeah, I think that would be racist. Well, it sounds isn't, isn't BET pushing black culture? That's because we don't have anything else pushing our culture. Is BET pushing black culture? Yes, but we don't have anything so else. So how we is it different? We have to have a channel, but we have to have a station because there is no other outlet. No, but you just... have every outlet there is in the whole world, but we have one. And you're talking about, you complain be about one? Yeah, no, 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 no. What I'm complaining about is is that you're trying to push and separate separate them all and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is like this is the black channel, this is the white channel, this is any other things. I don't think it matters. If you were to say the white channel, that would sound horrible. Please don't ever say the white channel. Well, see, to me, like you're 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 being hypocritical by saying it's like we we should be able to push the black channel just because we're we don't have as much power because we're a minority. Yeah, that doesn't make it any better. It does make it any better. Why do you think we have Black History Month? We I know. I don't think you reason. should. I think you should. I don't think you should have that either. Now, I will agree with you. I don't want a Black History Month anymore, but there's different reasons for that. I think we needed it in the beginning because the history was not talked about. The same reason why we need BET because. Our culture is not talked about like that. The same reason why they had to separate makeup for black women because they won't market into black women like that. See, we have to have certain things where they are separated so certain demographics are hit. See, to me or whatever, I'm, I'm saying like we should be in equality. If you can have a black channel, you should be able to have a white channel or a Chinese channel or a Hispanic yeah, channel. NBC is a white channel. <laughs> they, oh just, my they just happen to put black people. Black Where's white people on BET too? Contrary to belief, 
There's white people who I win awards I... on BET, contrary <laughs> to belief. You know, Trump tried to say, you know, at one point that they were being racist but not having white people in it. White people win awards on BET. So it's not like we're just discriminating against white people. We're just trying to bring our culture to the forefront. That is not going to be brought on on CBS, NBC, Fox. And every to me, as long channel. as you want to celebrate culture that's not based on the color of your skin. That's that's my point. Why, why has we got, I mean, well, Irish people I don't, celebrate their, their culture. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and but I don't think they do it based it. on the color of their skin. We just happen to be black, though. If you want to celebrate black culture, we're, for, we're, we for, can celebrate our culture. But if we you just want to celebrate, to black, though. that's fine. If you want to celebrate a culture and you just happen to be a certain skin color, that's mm-hmm. fine. I, I could care less. Okay, so I think culture should be problem. about more, much more than just the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. Well, our people <laughs> celebrate it. Mexicans celebrate their culture. That's right, and they have a different skin color. We that's right. Have, we just happen to be different skin color, and we're black. <laughs> that's right. We, and I could go much deeper in this, we have to go even deeper how we celebrate our culture because our culture was eradicated some odd 400 years ago. So we really have to show pride amongst ourselves, not in a racist way, but in a way to build up our self-esteem, build up our um, our community. So right. it's a little now bit I, different I, than what I got a legit what? question for you. Go ahead. I, I kid you not, this is a legit question, right? Why don't the Jews do the same thing the black community is trained to do? What do you mean exactly? Like, I mean, they're they're an oppressed culture, I and mean, they had millions of their people wiped out, mm-hmm. and their culture nearly obliterated completely. Are you t- are you talking about Holocaust? Or are you just talking Holocaust? About- yeah, Holocaust oppression. I mean, they didn't. I mean, today they, there's Israel, yeah. but there wasn't Israel mm-hmm. for a while, as far as the place where all the Jews went. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I don't. I just don't. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they are. Maybe we need some more Jewish friends. Ask mm. them. But I don't see them trying to uh, rekindle the Jewish culture in the same way that the black community does here. Well, I mean, you have the Holocaust lasted how long? Uh, I don't know. Lasted about, I guess, the length of the Second World War. I'll, I'll just go with that. Versus four hundred years of slavery dysphoria, just uh, having people taken away from their homes, having people separated from their families, generation after generation, raped, killed, maimed, uh, and even after slavery, stuff like that was still going on. It was just legalized slavery. So it's a little bit harder for us because uh, it's been ingrained in us to for the family dynamic to, has been destroyed. We don't have the family dynamic wasn't destroyed until after slavery was over, right? <sighs> yes, or more, more so. Maybe more so. Maybe in a different way, but how? Or well, what do you mean the family dynamic when you say that? Okay. <laughs> what? Okay, let's just go with last names. None of the last names that we have over here are ours. We've taken on every other culture's last name. Mm-hmm. That part, we don't have anything that we can resemble. We don't have anything we can look back to. If we let's say we did a, a genetic test, there's a there's a couple of TV shows that like to trace back their ancestry. Yeah, and they can go back centuries. They can trace it back to when families were kings, or they were rich people. They were they were dukes or lords or something. When you try to look back a black person's ancestry, it's going to stop. 
It's going to stop with slavery. And that's as far back as you can go. That's not exactly a endearing thing to look back at and be proud of. Then we, again, we don't even have our own last names. We can't even claim, it's like, well, you know, this this name goes back centuries ago when this person was uh, king, this person was rich my, or something. My we ancestors didn't even have last names. They didn't have last names? They had no. last names. No, they had first names. Uh-huh. No, seriously. On the Samoan side of my dad's family, they mm. didn't have last names back then. Okay, is that because They had tradition? to make them up. Okay. No, they just didn't have them. Okay, well, that's a whole different culture then. It is. It is. Okay, but that's a, did, who implemented that though. I don't know. Like uh, it started somewhere around maybe my grandpa, and they would just yeah. name them the same name as their like father. It would be like their father, and then their they'd have like almost three first names. Yeah. Okay. Something y'all did. We didn't have no choice in that. Our traditions are completely gone. We didn't even worship the same religion, and those were stripped away from us. And I say the family dynamic. It's way worse because if you go in there and, and you have your whole family and then they sell your daughter to God knows what, the family dynamic is destroyed. They sell your father to somewhere else that you never find him again. The family dynamic is destroyed. All these things play a part. So I'm curious. Do you think there were more two-parent normal nuclear families 50 years ago than there are today in the black community. No, but at the same, at the same point, the families are still destroyed. Well, I, I definitely agree. I, I, today, yeah. I absolutely it's, agree. The families are destroyed in the yeah. black community. It's almost like you made a family in a homeless shelter and like, this is your family. This is the intermixing of different people. Now this is your family. But to me, it's happened much more in the last 50, 60, 70 years mm-hmm. than it was during like, after after slavery was being abolished and things were changing much more to the way they were today, mm-hmm. there were more whole families in the black community than there are today. And that may be true. So how do you explain that? Since slavery was mostly abolished at that point, it wasn't slavery that uh, destroyed the black family. Are you serious, Adam? What, you think it was slavery? Adam, you you just you sold, just told me if they sold their birth blood daughter to someone else and never saw him again, are you really putting this on the same level as the the welfare act and stuff like that, where they took the father out of the home? That's not the same thing. Those are two different things. They're bad both ways, but one is way more egregious than the other. At least you can see your dad. Maybe he lived down the street or something, and he just can't live in the house. Some people didn't see their mothers, their fathers, their sons and daughters, and also they may be getting raped in another person's house. They may have gotten killed in another person's house. These are other things you got to think of. I'd rather have the the thing it is now where the father just can't stay in the home. You just go see him down the street. Then yeah. have my father sold or killed or Whatever else they could do to somebody back then. That's, so that's, I guess you'd still say that the families are better off today than they used to be. Depends on what time frame you're saying. If you're saying Let's somewhere just go in with between, 50 years ago. 50 years ago, which would be what? Two, was 2019 1960s. Now? 2000, okay. 2070, 2060. 2070, 2060. Somewhere in there. It's time to do the math on that. Okay. I don't know. 2069. Who we have on I TV back then? Right. We got the little the little man. Little man. What you talking about, Willis? No, that was into the eighties. 
go a few minutes. I thought you were talking about the dude from no, Fantastic no, no, Island. No. I thought it was the Fancy Island. I mean, that's what I thought. Fancy I think Island. that was the 80s too, but that's what I thought he was talking about. Uh, back then? Back then. Uh, we had Sanford and Son. <laughs> that's the only thing I can really think of. Back then, mm-hmm. I think the black families were doing much better than they are today. Than they are today. Yeah. That I, Okay, I can give you that. I can give you that. So what destroyed them? These uh, act of welfare, I guess. You know, was that the government stepping in and separating the families? So it wasn't slavery from 2016 no. or from eight, from 1960 to no. 2018. Slavery helped. There's other things you got to put in that too. It helped. Now, okay, okay, now, now, hold on. I can get behind you on it. It helped. Slavery and was wh- way worse, though. That I'm not going to well, debate on. Oh, of course slavery was, was bad. I'm not saying, like... And the things that came with slavery never went away up until this day. Okay, we don't have an identity. Now, you, you, what are you talking about, though? Mentality? Yes. Wise? Yeah, mentality? Generational curses that still live to this day. That's right. No, I mean, I can get behind you on that, right? Mm-hmm. So... What should the black community's response to be to overcome those generational curses, the generational mindsets of just being downtrodden for 400 years? We have to break the yoke that bonds us right now. But Which would slowly be how? And surely, that's happening. There's a lot of different ways, I mean, to do that. We got to be able to work together more so than what we do now. There's, there's a lot of uh, crab in the barrel mentality that a lot of gra- the black community has right now. I haven't heard that one. Grabbing a barrel. You never heard that one before. The men. You never heard that mentality or that, that phrase. No, cra- crabbing a barrel. What's crabbing a barrel? Well, crabbing a barrel. If you ever put a crab in a bucket, and another crab is usually trying to escape the bucket, another crab is gonna always pull it back out. <laughs> so it's almost like whenever they see somebody doing well, somebody's always trying to pull you back down. Uh huh. And it's a real thing that crabs do, or whatever. Right. So that's the mentality. I think our community has that we're slowly trying to get rid of, but it's something that we're trying to preach amongst our community. And it just takes time because we've just been damaged for so long over time. And it's just Mm -hmm. been implemented. It's a mindset that's been implemented for hundreds of years and you just don't break it like that. But to me, that mindset is passed down. Yeah, exactly. In the homes, right? Yeah. Let's just imagine that one generation skipped talking about it and telling their kids what happened to them 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that newer generation have a completely different mindset? Not necessarily. Cause I mean, people can talk about it, but if they see other people acting the same way and they think this is how we're supposed to be, it's, it's hard to break that. Right. 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 Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm like the other, the other black people that come here from other countries yeah. don't have that same broken mindset. Mm hmm. And they don't inherit it by moving to America. And you know why you think that is? I mean, pretty much because they, yeah, didn't grow up with it. Right. So they didn't go through the same ilks that we have here. They didn't have the same type of thing as far as slavery. Some Mm -hmm. probably did. Depends on what you come from. But you know, things that like someone who's born into an alcoholic family. Yeah. Like I said, I think we talked about this one time before. Uh, if you go to the doctor's office or somebody who has diabetes, they don't have to live a life that is going to ha- help them lead to 
becoming alcoholics or them having diabetes or them having heart disease. But what happens is they pass down, I'll say genetics or whatever, they'll pass it down to where you're more than likely to become an alcoholic or someone has heart disease or someone has diabetes, whether you live that lifestyle or not. And this is the same thing I believe with some of the things that have been passed down since slavery. Uh, maybe we're more apt to not help each other. Maybe we're more apt to not, maybe we're quick to anger or, you know, just different things that have been passed down through time. It's hard to get rid of until somebody breaks the generational curse. Maybe somebody has been molested and they don't have it in them to molest, but. So why, why? Why hasn't there been more of a what what like I guess I'm a little confused because part of it you're like is like okay we're trying to break those barriers yeah what would that look like what does that look like are you to me because to me honestly the way it sounds like you're going about it is like well we're trying to break those barriers by just accumulating more power in the public eye mm, in a way because I mean, it's we, not we about need, we it's need not power about that. in the public eye, but Why? it's the message that's being sent. If we have power to send that message, then more it reaches more people. Sure, sure, you sure. Know, it's like going to church. You know, you go to church instead of having your father explain the message to five people. You go to church. You have hundreds of people that get to hear that message, and it affects more people. It's almost like a virus. You know, a virus starts off as. Uh, one virus and then expands to eight and then 16 and 32 it expands over time so the more people you reach the more people you help and the better the next generation is so this is why See, i don't feel like, like i this. hear that i don't hear that message too often even from those in power at all so that's what i'm concerned about and maybe because people do misuse if they don't if they don't have the right message then gaining more power is never going to help it's only going to hurt because mm -hmm. the more generations will just grow up with the same, exact same mentality mm -hmm. it'll just be more well you know taught mm -hmm. so well actions speak louder than words too though so people actually show how to do stuff instead of just giving lip service then sure sure so, I mean, do, can you think of any people in the black community that you feel like are liberated mentally and they've broken free from the slave mentality. That's why what celebrities or something like that. Or just sure. Somebody in the public eye. Someone in the public. Uh, somebody. Or it doesn't have to be somebody in public eye, whatever. Uh, first thing's coming to mind, Steve Harvey for some reason. Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Steve. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. He, uh, Certainly has expanded his horizon as far as uh, how far he could go in his career. He, he's not limited. I mean, he he speaks, uh, you know, authoritatively. Yeah, you know, he he says he pretty much can do anything. Nothing is holding him back. Mm -hmm. But that's not everybody's mentality. And sure, like I said, sure. There's the whole again. There's that whole crab in the barrel. What about um, um, oh man, he just his name just slipped out. Um, Morgan. Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Okay. What about you, him? I thought you were going to say Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. I mean, he's a good actor and stuff like that. I Haven't mean, you ever heard him talk about racism? Yeah, quite a few times. Yeah. He's, he's another one that doesn't, um, he doesn't care about the whole Black History Month thing still being around. Because mm -hmm. you think we advanced past that. I agree with him on that. 
What about, you know, Jesse Lee Peterson? Oh, God. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Bad example. Got it. Uh, Horrible example. Candace Owens? Yeah. Bad example. <laughs> Don't say Kanye next. This right, that's it. Those are all the people. <laughs> How about Obama? Let's go with Obama then. What about Obama? Let's go with him. I did not feel like Obama helped at all. You don't think he helped? No, because I felt like he taught that you guys were oppressed and that you guys couldn't do it on your own. And he wanted to give more social programs to the black community. He had more food stamps go out like during his presidency than mm-hmm. he virtually doubled the number of food stamps. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's empowering. Food stamps are not an empowerment. Depends on what section you cut it in. I can see what you're saying here. But one way he did help is just to see that image. And this goes back to images. To see that image of that guy from... Uh, Chicago, becoming a senator and then becoming the president of the free world, that does a whole lot for the black community that a, a lot of other people on the outside just don't like. I, I totally feel like it should have broke the curse. It should have broke so much of that curse to see that you know a black man could become the president of the United States, mm-hmm. the most powerful man in the whole world. Yeah, but it's a powerful curse though. You won't just break it with. What the truth? One image. I mean, we see a lot of people that advance through, not the president, but we see other think people become, you know, heads of certain businesses or were senators somewhere or governor somewhere. If but you can become, this wasn't enough yet. We it takes time. I know, I know. It's awfully powerful if you can't see that a black man could become the most powerful man in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really says you guys can do anything. Yeah, but even with that, though... You can do anything. Yeah, but then even with that, though, there's limitations to that. Whatever. Go with that. So, you... On the end, we're going to say... You're going to say that this guy in the restaurant just has some PTSD. Did he do a bad thing? Sure. Did he screw up? Yeah. Yeah. Did he say it? Yeah. Yeah. Did he do it just because he's racist Mm. and he hates black people? Mm. No. You think he hates black people? I think so now because (laughs) he's developed a fear. That's how racism starts. They develop a fear of something and it perpetuates your lifestyle that turns into racism. Can he change? I'm not saying he can't change. Everybody can change. Anybody can change. That was the first... That was the line said in Rocky Four at the end. If you can change and I can change, everybody can change. He told that to uh, to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I'm just gonna tell him he might want to keep his hands and chairs to himself <laughs> because next time somebody might throw the chair back at him. So we're going to end the show on that one. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Hostile Therapy. Uh, make sure and tune to us uh, each week for a new episode. Um, if you have any questions or you would like to appear on the show, you can reach me at hostiletherapy1 at gmail.com. <clears throat> or you can... Uh, all right, over there. <laughs> you can reach us on Twitter at Hostile Therapy. Thank you. Share the show with some friends and we will see you on the next podcast. Peace out.